scientifically it is. As long as they don't affect your normal your daily work. But it improves how does it affect like practice? No, there are some people who overdo it and you know is in the middle of something he wants to go and do. You are at work, you are something productive, he's already feeling the urge. So it's an addiction. Yeah, sometimes it can become an addiction, that's bad. Anything. And that's what Conrad has become. Yes. You know, there are some Yes. You can actually stop in the middle. Very possible. Let me tell you what. No, no, leave alone that. How does who let you go? The person you're working. No, you're joking. No more work, like no more work. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I thought. Even on their work. I was very confused. I said, I I was like, it goes to exhaust pipe of a vehicle. Yeah, I think that video. Man, it's just nasty. How can I exhaust pipe of a vehicle? The guy had to, he had to bend down and. He had his way. Welcome to the Soccer Jaja podcast. After hours. That's the kind of shit these guys talk about. Anyway, Erima, uh, this is the Big Sam podcast, part two. One, <laughs> just a few days ago, we were praising the guy for being hashtag real man, pack the bus, get the point, and then he got touched, hashtag PSA. I don't know why you keep on uh, calling this the Big Sam. Uh, but however, because there's, there's not been much excitement ever since Big Sam came into the league. He came, got points off Liverpool, and then point. and then Bielsa schooled him. <laughs> Bielsa but, but schooled him. But you know, him. Mike, yeah? you can you don't expect to 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 play Liverpool with a high like high attention and uh, high press. You so try to are you trying them. to say it's and easier then, to play Leeds than then, Liverpool? No, like you are playing Liverpool and you think you're going to come back with the same intensity. To play Leeds. Bruh, they had no intensity against Liverpool. No, the thing is, the concentration of the bus <laughs> itself is not really easy the to play. The concentration of the bus. These are, uh, Mike, these are games, one game after the other. We have multiple games in just one game week. You don't expect to have the same players defending against the same kind of style. Leeds and Liverpool, all of them are known to counter-attack, all of them are known to to expand, all of them are known to cross. I mean, they keep on working you until. But the only, I think, eh, why they, why Leeds ashamed those guys is because they underestimated them. They tried to play football against them, which they didn't do against Liverpool. <laughs> Mike, and we had an own goal coming from beat. Isn't it? We had an own goal in that game. I think yeah, like in the first five yes. minutes. What does that show? They were trying to play football. The first thing is, let's not concede against Leeds. The own goal was even a guy passing it into his own net. Exactly, you see that. That's what we call pressure, a lot of it. We know we have uh, players like Bamford, we have players like Eiling, uh, we have so many players, all of them trying to make things happen. I know you also have Yo, this by the shout out to Shout out to Eiling and Alioski. Ah. I don't know which position those guys play. <laughs> In the middle of the game, Ailing is a center back, Alioski is a winger. Right. And at her, and in the beginning at, like after 60 minutes, they have switched positions. Yeah. Dallas has I don't know where Dallas, Alioski or Ailing. I don't know what Mike, we have to look into are. the profile of these players. Maybe these are like they they are they call that kind of uh, position playmakers. Or what you call free roll. Most of those players, I think, yeah, you have free roll. three free roll like, players who are sure to be in defense at the <laughs> exactly. beginning of the game. They keep on rotating, and uh, I don't know why I don't have any of them on my fantasy uh, team. 
it's really a shaming but i believe uh, mike you can agree with me that by that time when you talked talked about manchester united versus leeds and said that was a mismatch i truly agree with you i wonder how you able to beat them six goals but it's very simple like there's a very simple principle if you can play football manchester united are going to tear you to shreds the best way to play united is to park a bus actually let's Mike. talk about united i think you saw what i was telling you these were the tests i wanted to watch uh ole and united face a team that puts all its men behind the ball and let you break them down i know united got the three points and all and we're excited and all of that but we did not create many chances in that game mike the premier league is tough i remember one time when we talked about um how tough the premier league is you made a statement that because i'm an arsenal fan but you can agree with me you need just that one chance that you have to convert you talked you remember last yesterday last night's game liverpool versus uh versus uh newcastle yeah newcastle versus liverpool they had the chances but if you can't convert them you don't win the game yeah anyway we're going to get to the liverpool game yeah. Uh, I want us first talk about the Manchester United game versus Wolves. Versus Wolves. Because uh, United has come close over the seasons. This has been like a mentality thing. Whenever there's something on the line, uh, last season when we had to make top four or something like that, three semi-finals, United kept on bottling it. It was like, I think it was like a psychological thing. But uh, last night, two nights back, United, we needed to win that game to go second and be two points off Liverpool. The pressure was on and they were playing a decent side. Wolves. Now, uh, everything looked perfect. The team selection, uh, there was not a lot of rotation. And we get into the game and United was frustrating. I think uh, Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford need a rest. But I think it's understandable why... The, the manager can't drop them. It's like they are the only out. They're the only ones who are producing for him right now. Everyone yeah. else seems not to be like off form, but they are the guy. They are the go-to guys right now. So like now, if you're chasing down a team like Liverpool, that we have seen that there are goals all over the pitch. There's Diego Yota firing, Mohamed Salah firing, Firmino has started scoring again. Gini Wanaldum scores when when you need him to score. Minamino coming in. Yeah, like yeah, like this is the team that you are chasing, and we don't expect. I don't expect United personally to win the league, but I want them to be in the title race. Like I want them to take Liverpool as far as they can, because I feel this will help them in the seasons coming if they are to challenge. They need because you look through this United team, and there's no one who has that experience of. Uh, you know that pressure of going for the title. Going for the title. Yeah, I think De Gea and maybe who else? Pogba with uh, Juventus. Maybe maybe Bruno Fernandes at Sporting. But even then, I don't think. How about John Mata? Chelsea. Yeah, but one Mata is in the squad, but he's not like a regular. All these other regular starters, these players who are just starting right now, uh, are doing this for the first time. So I think if they can stay close to Liverpool, and you know football, they can get lucky and maybe uh, Liverpool. Some of them off the league. Yeah, but most likely I don't think it's going to happen. But I think they can push them close. We are seeing the quality in 
like the quality in the team is there and what do you think man you is in the title race that one out to assure you mike 15 games in yes mike uh we are talking about you're talking about a team which has no pressure that's what you're saying but i have to remind you about the time when arsenal was meant to take the premier league and then lister came and you know it becomes serious with their games the title race was more between spurs and leicester than arsenal no like the first impression yeah before we reached the december the end of the december arsenal was actually leading all teams were performing poorly and i don't think lister had this thing about winning the race because they were just from that season they had survived relegation and it was that same pressure that they went with only to find themselves in a position where they could and that's to me that's the same thing with manchester united you started so poorly and most i know most of the fans wanted ole out but right now where you are i think there is that dream that you can actually go for the title uh liverpool yes liverpool to to everyone still has the upper hand but trust me with all these draws that they're making and all their football by last season they, would, they wouldn't have lost any game but this time round i believe manchester united has the the chance to actually meet up with liverpool you have a game in hand yeah and it's burnley right yeah so i think if you just win that game and i know you can win it you still you still have the chances to to actually contend and i don't see how manchester united where with their inexperience you're talking about will fail to actually win because we had that to the Leicester City which had never like in but, ages but, but the Leicester City win was a season when every other title contender fell off like everyone had big problems we uh, don't know what's going Man to happen Man City had I think injury problems and something I don't remember what happened to Man Mike, City these are 15 season. games we are left with 23 games the moment you finish yeah, the first half of the season in a, on a high at least when you when you're in the second half a draw is not bad but just imagine first half you're continuing for a title and you're losing that's where problems come from yeah and yeah speak talking about yesterday's i mean I keep saying yesterday man there's football every day united's game against wolves there's a triggering issue at left back you either go with alex tellers or luke show who to me all look like they're average at best because I think Wolves let Tellez uh, cross because he sent in so many crosses. Yeah. And they were trying very, to trying to find Cavani. Yeah, and they were very in, in, in ineffective. And so she had to get him off at halftime. Yeah. And bring in Luke Shaw, who looked a bit better. I think because of the opposition, they, he was making some runs that kept on stretching the Wolves' defense, creating space for people like. Uh, Marcus and, and Cavani. So like such issues if you're chasing a team like Liverpool who are assured of whether oh, both like, wing backs yeah, playing. Yeah, Andy Robertson and what? Is that a big issue for United like they have already spent a lot of money on Alex Telles. I I don't there's, there's a lot of money being paid to look show and I don't think he's getting any better. So that is a very worrying position. Yeah, that is very true Mike. Uh, to me the position of Luke Shaw and uh, Telles 
Telles is a new entrant, the Premier League, who is trying to get a bit comfortable. So we can blame it on the trying to adapt. Yeah, the so it's adaptability. And the other thing is, to me with Luke Shaw, he, starting him in the first half when it have been good, because he's always fond of going forward and he can be good. We have seen it so many times. Yeah, and even last night he was out yes. of position. That's, that's what happens when, when, you have, second half. when you have somebody who wants to put in a lot of energy going forward. And we have seen that with Luke Shaw. He's always caught off guard most times if you see your games. And starting Alex Telles was the right idea. But because you needed the game most, you needed to risk since Ole Sosha, Ole Gunnard watched the first half and realized that actually Wolves wanted to do most of the middle work, going through the middle. So that's why even Wan Bisaka had the free roll. Remember last, the last podcast were like, Wan Bisaka should not move, but yeah. Wan Bisaka was actually moving because yeah, there was no match threat yeah. in the wings. So it was more like a central kind of game where Wolves was trying to break through you. And that's what I think even won your game. Uh, we saw Fernandez getting the ball and just, you know, looping it over the defense through Rashford and that game was actually battle of the midfield. That's why all those crosses were never going to work. Yeah, so Manchester United, two points of Liv- three points of Liverpool. With a game in hand. Because of a man who is going to be knighted after Lewis, Sa- 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 Lewis Hamilton tonight, <laughs> Carl Dallow. <laughs> the only reason why uh, we have a title race on New Year's Eve. Uh, let's talk about that game last night. Like, Mike, I, I remember the last time we spoke. Yeah, I was like, it's going to be a devastating three-nil defeat for Newcastle United. But without question, just maybe Steve Bruce might know what he's doing. And like, Steve Bruce has received a lot of backlash from uh, football fans for his job at for how he got not like how he got the job at Newcastle like why he has it taking over from someone like Rafa Benitez uh, who did so much with so little and now Steve Bruce is uh, what he has done in the previous I think two windows is more than Rafa had uh, a chance to do in a long time but he's managing to st- yeah Newcastle is me- they're not losing a lot of games they're not like they're not like Sheffield and they are not like uh, which other team. There's another team that is. And Burnley. Yeah, Leeds is doing well, but they concede a lot of goals. Burnley, Crystal Palace. Yeah, Burnley. No, Crystal Palace is actually all right. Crystal Palace also. Yeah, but you get Newcastle is there in the middle. When you speak about relegation, Newcastle doesn't come into my mind. So it must be testament to what Steve Bruce is doing. And how do you think he managed to, without uh, Carl Dallow having a magical night, a miraculous night? Do you think he did anything special to deny the Premier League champions from pulling away from the chasing pack? Newcastle has a team uh, that have quite a number of people, some youngsters and some seniors. Shelby is in Newcastle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't <Yes>. forget. <laughs> yeah, but I so think we're talking about. I think Saint Maximan and uh, is it Almiron? St. Maximan definitely, I think, has COVID, so he has not been available for like the past past fortnight. So, so they're also going, they also have major issues. Uh, Lascelles, their captain and uh, most dependable defender, has also been out with a long-term injury for a while now. But you can see they're still getting points on the board. Uh, 
I'm looking into that game, I would like to first give credit for going down 0 0 and actually maybe I didn't watch the game but according to statistics they had some two shots on target which Yo, Callum Wilson could have won it for them a exactly. few times we have yes Callum Wilson I've forgotten him Callum Wilson Winston I mean from Bournemouth yeah okay. a team that top top striker by his yes. very underrated he could have he could have worked for anyone in the top six <laughs> teams that need strikers yeah actually even Arsenal would buy him that's what I'm saying yeah so <laughs> when you look at Newcastle it's a team that is not going to sit down while you beat it even when Leeds rushed it five, they were able to pull back some too. With uh, their youngster, that young man over there. Is it Juanito? <laughs> so good. Uh, so we are looking at a game in which we all accepted that Liverpool is going to thrash Newcastle. Because they are better. All round they are better from the goalkeeper to the forwards. And you know, surprisingly, when I checked the lineup, Mike, I saw, I thought maybe Klopp had brought a weaker side, maybe the youngsters, only to see it was the entire deployment of Firmino, of, of Mane, Salah. Just have a team having only those three players. But that defense, I think yes. it was a kid in the defense, not Chris Williams. Jones? Jones? Jones, he's called Jones. Isn't it? I don't, I've forgotten his name. Something Richards. Something Richards. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't matter. With Fabinho in defense. No, that, that, that we have seen it this season and it has kind of worked for, for, for the moment. But it does not explain why Liverpool was not able to score. Because we have seen Liverpool with that kind of arrangement beating Crystal Palace seven. Seven goals. So it couldn't be something to do with that defense. It was the brilliance of the Newcastle. I think they did their homework and they knew what they had to do is to ensure they don't open as much as possible. Because Liverpool, whether you open or not, they will still exploit spaces. But if you open, you'll make them more. And Newcastle, what it did was to close on the spaces that they would. And that's what happened. Only to see in the 80th minute, still 0 0, 89th 0 0, and they snatched a point. That's it. That's how Premier League is played one of these days. You don't lose a match. You keep on picking points until you never know you meet a team and beat them. Who knows? Maybe Newcastle will face Arsenal and get three points from them. Yeah, and on that note, and that's why Liverpool is just three points clear of Manchester United in yeah. the race on 31st December. So, uh, we talked about Chelsea ah, the other game sure. week. I think this was an I made an accurate prediction. Squad, yeah. Is, yeah, this and United, I think, were my perfect predictions because I, I say Chelsea were going to get a squad draw and United was going to win 2 1. Mike, so, you think I'm uh, kind of an oracle? Do you so think the blue man, the, the manager of the blues, will survive in life? I think because it's Frank Lampard and uh, Abramovich loves like those players that went through Chelsea, those legends. No. Yeah, like he loves them a lot. I, there's a time, uh, Czech has a job at Chelsea. Yeah, he does. Drogba has an ambassador role. There are other players who are like big, big, these big, big legends, the guys who deliver things for him. like. He writes for them. So I think he will be judged at the end of the season. If he's not in the title race, 
if he didn't pick up any silverware, I don't think he'll survive. Because the way things look mm. is like uh, Chelsea goes through these weird runs of form, dips of form, where like once they lose a game, it's very hard to bounce back. And you see teams there, teams like uh, Liverpool and okay United right now. They lose one game and they bounce back immediately. So it's going to be hard to chase teams like that if you're going into this habit of you lose one game and you end up losing the like dropping points in the next three games. Yeah, there are games that you have to win, Mike. There are games you must win. But this is Aston Villa. Yes. I, I think we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we talked earlier. about this. It's a mm-hmm. very well organized team. Okay, let's talk about the, the from they are talented up front. To me, Mike, we have to go back to team selection. Head to head. Lampard's team is good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, and um, I was, me, I was, I had no issues with the team he, yes. he selected against Aston Villa. Aston Villa were just that good. So day. yeah, Aston Villa that good. Now, remember last time when we talked about Olivier Giroud? Yeah, and his role. If he had started the Arsenal game, yeah, they would have gotten something out. And of you it. saw what he could do, even when he started the Aston Villa game. His presence in the box gives you options. We have the likes of Ben Chilwell trying to put the balls yeah, forward. Yeah, they're always trying to yes. you. And once you have such a player, I don't know why you would not utilize him or give him a chance, maybe to drive, to give him up to 70 minutes. You see that? Yes. So to me, more the Chelsea problems goes back to the manager. How, yes, how he's going to line up those boys and get results out of them because it is possible that Chelsea can beat you seven. Yeah, but six. yeah, I also still have, I still hold the opinion of Chelsea have uh, one of, I would say the second, the, dream squad. the second best squad in the league. But it's, it's up to the manager to when to know when to rotate, to uh, like the players for specific games. Exactly, exactly. Mike. Yeah, and if he doesn't figure that out, it may cost him his job. Exactly. Like there are people doing much more with much less in the yeah. league. Yeah, because Mike, when like you look the guys, at... The guys he's playing are Aston Villa. They don't have that much of a very talented squad, but you that can see their 11. Because I don't know where this Traore guy came from. Exactly. But he is a problem. He's a problem. He's a yeah. big problem. Everyone's a problem. I, I told you, Mike, uh, Look closely into the Aston Villa game. Look closely into the Leeds game. Aston Villa and Leeds are not different. Aston Villa is an upgraded Leeds. They all have those players who can rotate. We have Jack Grealish moving in the middle, going back to the back, doing so many things. And yes, I know Aston Villa was a tough team for Chelsea, but still, Mike, Chelsea to me still had an upper hand of uh, thrashing Aston Villa at least two goals to one. Yeah, so anyway, moving. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, I was not surprised they draw, considering their opponent. The game we wanted to, we were looking forward to the most, Everton Man City, got postponed <laughs> because of the COVID. Virus, yeah. yeah, but uh, I see Arsenal, uh, they have started to go on a little run. Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, <laughs> but Brighton, Brighton did a Brighton, because this is what they've been doing all season. All season. They play so well, but can't deliver. They can't deliver. They fall short, and it 
took until the second half for Arsenal to wake up. Because in the first half, those guys could have come out of that half to kneel up. They created so many chances, so many good chances. And that guy, you, there's that guy you, you keep reminding me about. I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, Bash. Exactly. Yahan Bash something. Yeah, he's a good guy. He overlaps and he's a threat. But, you know, Mike, but it, that yeah. has no game. Smith Rowe and I, I think Bukayo Saka. And Bukayo Saka. The young players are coming in and that energy. They're injecting that energy and you can clearly see. For Ateta, if he wants to turn a page, should give the young players a chance. Like I think first me through and Saka are the ones who have gotten you through the past two games. Yeah, and you know Saka has always been our hope. And we have seen him doing it last season and this season. So he's a constant. He has quality. But uh, when you go back into that game, still I would like you to remind to remind you about the role of Xhaka and Mohamed El Neni that balance because and when, he almost caused like two goals <laughs> in the first half yeah that's that's uh, an occupational hazard <laughs> of a style where you have to keep starting the ball from behind high but risk, yes that is high risk high reward <laughs> though i was so shocked when i could see leno sometimes starting a goal kick like kicking the ball that was good it shows that we are now trying to learn that we don't have to start the game all the time we don't have to start the ball all the time behind but Ever since we left the Chelsea game, there's been some improved concentration in that midfield, Xhaka, especially Xhaka. And if he keeps up with that, I believe him and El Nene will buffer, will, uh, will buffer our, our defence and be like a shock absorber for this time because it's a critical time, we need to get points. Eh? If we still repeat the same mistakes, this time, if we go down there, we shall not get up because every team is hoping to fight and get points and be in a better position maybe to play Europa or go to the Champions League. So with Arsenal's game, I would like to give credit to Ateta for making some substitutions because there are some times when you see someone needs to get off the pitch, it's not concentrating, but he plays up to the 90th minute, 86th minute. Only to bring on somebody Maybe four minutes to go. because he has no other option. Yeah, but but you see, you see the substitution that he did for Lacazette. Yeah. He started Lacazette in the Chelsea game, right? And then he knows that Lacazette is exhausted. I know Lacazette is a senior player I wants to start, but you rotate him, bring him on, and you saw what he could do. One shot, first shot, goal. Yeah. Those runs have been have, were made first half but two wins in a row yes you guys are slowly climbing up the table you're about cracked up there <laughs> <laughs> i let's, think let's talk about game week 17 there are some feisty fixtures a big big clash in the top six manchester united are going to host us is it 16 17 game week 17 game week 17 yeah united okay, yeah, something, yeah. united are hosting aston villa <sighs> big big clash it's at oti Yes. You give your opinion and prediction and I'll tell you what I think. Okay. Aston Villa, form is good, confidence is high. Manchester United, form is good, confidence is high. But we have two teams 
the different styles of play. Aston Villa possession kind of football dominance. That one have to agree with me. They want to dominate from the very first minute, regardless of who you are. They have very good uh, defenders who can run to and fro. Uh, it's bad that Mings may not be there. But even if he's not there, we have the defenders who go forward, who are good at recovering. So those balls from Manchester United, look balls, you may need now to go through the wing with a look show, <laughs> possibly look show, and, uh, and one Bissaka. You have to do a lot in the wings because going through the middle is going to be extremely, extremely tedious and extremely hard. Yes, there are always old breakthrough passes, but it's going to be terribly difficult. And your defenders, Maguire and Eric Bai, and whoever may partner with Maguire, don't have to have lapses in concentration like that. We have been seeing trying to play dangerous balls because we have Watkins, who is always running. You know him. Whether he hasn't scored, he'll keep on putting pressure on you. So playing the ball from behind is going to be quite difficult for Manchester United. I don't think Aston Villa are going to sit back and relax and watch you play. On the other hand, I would still go with uh, Edson Cavani in this game. Why? He knows how to drive, he knows how to lead the team, both in the aerial aspect and also on the ground. He can complete the dribble as well. And uh, I'll still put in my Rashford. But I wouldn't want to start my youngster. My youngster, Green. Greenwood. I would want to put Marshall in that game. That's where you play Marshall. Actually, I would want to first bench uh, Rashford. Not because he cannot do it, but I'm trying to keep some firepower in the second half. Because Aston Villa, we have seen them, they don't get tired. They are always putting pressure on you. And if I have my Marshall, who will also try to deal down around the defenders. And then I have my Edson Cavani and my constant, who is Bruno Fernandes. I will keep on trying to make my way through the Aston Villa defense. But still, also the balance in in your midfield matters. Are you going to start Matic or you are going to start Paul Pogba? Me, so, but uh, I would say you start with Paul Pogba. The this, game is going to be. These are all. These are all uh, permutations. Yeah. What do you expect? What is your? I, I'm trying to break down this. Yeah. So, after all that, I've talked about the style of play, yeah. attacking versus uh, passive-aggressive. That is Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I have to call them. Passive-aggressive. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, I look at that game as over. Mike, it is going to be over four goals for both teams. Like, like the entire game it will be over four goals. I don't know who's going to win. Manchester United in this form can win. Aston Villa can win. I'm going to, go, I'm going to give it over four goals. <laughs> I want, I want anyway, to go for that. me, yeah. I don't think United can win the midfield battle yeah. because, as in my favorite midfield this season, has been Douglas Lewis and yeah. the, the Scottish Chavi. Yeah. John McGinn. Like, those guys have been <laughs> impossible to <laughs> play against. And, like, 
there are no there are not many midfield pairings in the league that can come close to them. Uh, maybe City, but it's not the same City we know. And for United, for us to get a pair that can match those guys in midfield, we shall have to make trade-offs everywhere else, which will be a detriment to how we have been playing this season. I think I think Sosha will go with his uh, big game midfield, Fred and McTominay. Uh, yes, yes, uh-huh, exactly. And, and then Pogba will have to come off the bench when we are maybe struggling so much to keep possession of the ball over and a big. Bruno obviously has to start. That's a we won't make any other many changes, but I still think United are going to get this win. So it will. I think United are going to get this win, based because of counter. We're going to counterattack the hell out of them. Like I told you guys, teams that play football are going to struggle against United, because once you start playing football it's because you're passive aggressive gaps open up yeah